Welcome to the Let's Talk Energy podcast from EnergyNet. This series was recorded at the Africa Energy Forum 2023 in Nairobi, Kenya. Join us for this and other episodes as we talk to the industry players, stakeholders, and rising stars of Africa's energy sector. My name is Grace Nakesa Waswa. Really, really excited to be having a conversation with an incredible young man from Nigeria. He's going to be letting us know what he does, uh, what he has done in the past, and why he has come to Kenya for this summit. I mean, this is an incredible opportunity for us young people to one, learn from him, and to also just listen to different views from people uh, from different parts of Africa, from different parts of the world as well. Ayubami, welcome. Thank you. I know I said I'll call you Eo, then you corrected me and told me it's not Eo, it's Ayo. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to be having a conversation with you. Um, researched a lot about you last night and I really, really loved what you're doing, how you're leveraging um, communication to reach out to people in terms of energy and deliver information in a way that really captures the minds of many people. Yeah. So... Let us know who you are, what you do, and then we can dive into the conversation. Thank you so much, Grace. Uh, I think I should pay you because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really said uh, kind things about me. I um, appreciate that. Uh, so um, my name is Ayubami Adidini. I'm founder at Energy Intelligence, mm -hmm. uh, which is a media and communications uh, organization. Uh, what we do basically as Energy Intelligence is to help renewable energy companies tell their stories in a way that resonates with investors, consumers, and regulators. So, in a nutshell, yes, that's what energy intelligence is about. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be talking more about the energy intelligence in just a few. But you've briefly introduced yourself. I don't know why you're, you're selling yourself short. There's a <laughs> lot that you have done. You have interacted with the extreme, many, many people. Um, mm. I mean, just looking at what you've done and what you share just on, on your social media, it shows that you've had different interactions with different people, uh, brushed shoulders with great minds in the energy sector, and you're really keen on helping young people understand energy and the sustainable development goals. Mm. And so I just want us to, you know, take a few steps back, right? Mm. How did this begin? I mean, where did this start? Um, mm. How did you become the energy guru that you are right now? <laughs> how did it start? Uh, okay, uh, thank you so much uh, once again, Grace. Uh, one thing I, I love most is uh, I love telling stories about myself. Mm. I mean, everybody loves that, right? <laughs> so, uh, so in 2017, I I was working as a journalist uh, at a media company in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was covering the energy bit, and then I had the opportunity to interview the a consul general, right? Uh, specifically, the German consul general in Lagos mm -hmm. in 2017. So during my inter after my interview with him, uh, he gave me a book. Uh, the book is titled um, "Exploring Renewable Energy." You know, it's about Germany, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got home, I read the book, and uh, the book stirred up something in me. Okay, so that aside, so during the course of my um, profession or career, rather, I I met a woman mm -hmm. uh, in the renewable energy industry. Right, um, she is the former uh, executive secretary of the Renewable Energy Association of Nigeria, okay. Ms. Landy Abudu. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so during my interaction with her, during my relationship with her, I saw the many benefits of, of renewable energy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt that um, in, the, in the Nigerian media space, very few people were talking about the merits of renewable energy. Uh, I even when they, want, when they want to talk about it, they just dedicate a very small portion of their of their publication uh, mm. to it. I felt no, this something must change, and then I, I started reading uh, publications across the world. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that some some publications that were really focused on oil and gas uh, publication, mm-hmm. they were now transitioning right in, into the renewable energy space. I felt that for these people to be doing this, that means there's something. Uh, going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that aside, in 2018, I started a company called Petrogas Report, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reporting on the oil and gas. But because of my uh, experience with the woman I mentioned mm-hmm. and the Consul General's uh, uh, book, I felt that I think it's time for Nigeria um, to have a publication dedicated solely to renewable energy. So in 2020, during COVID, mm-hmm. um, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, July 1st, we launched the energy intelligence. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, uh, through the platform, we were able to tell stories of uh, entrepreneurs doing amazing things in the, in the um, African renewable energy industry. Uh, for instance, about uh, <coughs> an hour ago, I, I met a lady here who I interviewed about uh, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Nura Magero. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know her, in Kenya. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah. the, she's an innovator, right? Mm-hmm. So what? She told me this afternoon was like, hey, well, thank you so much for the interview we did about two, three years ago. That she still reached the benefit to today. So when I hear stories like that, you know, it inspires me to do more. Uh, there's also this uh, guy in Nigeria, Tolulokoyolukoko, right? Uh, he's building uh, electric uh, tricycles, mm-hmm. right, to help farmers. Okay. okay, so those kind of things, I, I feel that they deserve their place, yeah. right? So. I help these brands to tell the stories, you know, in a way that consumers will feel like, okay, I want to be a part of this. So I, in short, that's how energy intelligence started, and uh, that's a brief about how far we've been. Mm, that is a beautiful journey. Thank I mean, you. from attending a conference, then getting a book, you said, right? Mm. And then identifying that you actually needed to do something. And mm. what you're doing right now is amplifying the voices of people, amplifying the voices of young people, all people that are doing anything in terms of um, energy, right? Mm, yeah. Let's talk about your organization in depth a mm. little. What's the structure? How did you build it? I mean, I know you have you have talked about um, the journey that led us there. Mm. But then how are you leading that organization as a young person? Um, what's the structure about it? What exactly do you do? You, we, we've heard from you that you do communication and you do publication of different things here and there. So can you please tell us in detail, right, um, what you do day by day as an organization, how you're amplifying these voices of people, and maybe even how many people you have been able to impact in the past few years? Okay, thank you uh, once again, uh, Grace. So... Uh, when we talk about uh, the impact we've had at energy intelligence, mm. right, the story I shared uh, just a few seconds ago about the lady and uh, the guy uh, are stories that inspire, mm-hmm. right? They do. And then about the impact of energy intelligence, uh, one of the people I told their stories, mm-hmm. right, 
went ahead to win a grant of the federal government of Nigeria. Oh, really? Through the story. Hmm. Right. And then, uh, you asked me a question about what do we do day to day. Okay, so one of the first things we do at Energy Intelligence is look for uh, someone who is doing something amazing okay. in the renewable energy industry. You know, we're very particular about, about that industry. And then we see if the person has enough media spotlight. Mm-hmm. So if such a person doesn't have, we tell their story. Okay. Okay. And then uh, through doing so, uh, these people are able to gain awareness, right? They're able to share their story with prospective investors. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is what we're doing. This is the, this organization is telling mm-hmm. our story, okay? <coughs> and then uh, another part of energy intelligence is the fact that um, we also share opportunities, career opportunities in the renewable energy industry, in the sustainability industry in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we share it with people on social media. Uh, we create daily videos mm-hmm. on opportunities, uh, grants, fellowships, right? Because we feel that, yes, people might be interested in the industry, but they don't really know how to. Okay? I have friends who are lawyers, yeah. and they are playing well in the renewable energy industry, right? I have friends who are other professions, but then they are also playing well in the industry. But then if we don't tell the story of these people. How are others who want to come into the industry, how, how would they be inspired? Okay, so for me, I think uh, that summarizes the kind of impact we've had. Okay. So I wouldn't be able to say, okay, this is the number mm-hmm. of people who be able to say, okay, because some people will just watch the video, yeah. they won't say anything, I move on. But then they've taken one or two things from it, yeah. right? And then once in a while, someone will just chat me up, oh, thank you so much, I've never found a sustainability content creator before in my life you are the first person i'm seeing yeah. no? so things like that gives me joy right mm. so uh, i i think for me uh that's enough impact for me mm. right be able to tell a story that you, you make others discover them yeah yeah i think for me yeah that's that's the story of impact i, I like to share mm, amazing i i love how you're using storytelling and communication to greatly impact lives of many people and it's true we may not know the exact amount of people that you have impacted but uh, the beauty about the internet is that a lot of people interact with the work that you do Um, a lot of people interact with it do you have a youtube channel yes we do with a youtube with whatever any platform that you use to um you know share your ideas and share your work a lot of people interact with that you've said a point that i've really really loved that you met somebody that um, interacted with your work three, from three years ago. And that person is Kenyan, yeah. right? Yeah. And they, she has told you how amazing that was for them. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I mean, isn't that like... <laughs> for I mean, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, I felt like, you know, the person blew my trumpet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, was, I was glad. Mm. For real, you know. <clears throat> when she told me, I was like, no, no, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing. But in my mind, I know you just felt like yo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, yeah. So things like that, I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And that's amazing. I I have worked with people in different areas, and I know how it feels when you have done somebody for something. You you've done something for somebody, mm. and at that time you don't know what impact it has created, and then years later they come and let you know you did this. 
and this changed my life in this and this in mm. in a certain way so um let's hang on that for a little bit mm. apart from that story what are some of the stories that you have shared with people through your platform mm. that really moved you that you felt like wow this is an incredible story that i'm sharing with somebody and are there any other feedback that you've received from different people that have interacted from your work but let's start with the stories that you have shared you you, you mentioned something about electric electronic uh um, electric bike electric bike i yeah. mean those are amazing stories right mm. so can you like share with us a few of those stories that you've been able to share on your platform yeah so uh, Several. Several, yeah. Uh, yeah, as much as possible, I, I try not to blow my own trumpet. But mm-hmm. then I realize that if I don't blow it, <laughs> nobody <laughs> can play as well. <laughs> you have to blow it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm happy that what we do at Energy Intelligence is having impact. And then by impact, you know, impact has to translate into something, right? Yeah. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, the person, maybe you, you built something mm-hmm. and then nobody knows about it. Mm. What's the essence? Yeah. Right. So once you're able to spotlight things like that, you know, whatever uh, whatever your objective might be mm-hmm. as an innovator, yeah. right? I'm sure one of it is profitability. Mm-hmm. Right. So if, if our story is able to bring you profit as a company, I think yes, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's something we are proud of. And then another arm of energy intelligence is that uh, uh, companies hire house, mm-hmm. you know, to tell, help, help them manage their communications. Mm. Right, because one of the uh, major impediments to the penetration of renewable energy in Africa is awareness. Yeah. Uh, people, even those that that think they are aware, yeah. they are not really aware. Mm-hmm. You know, they, that's why people will be asking questions like, "Oh, solar energy? Oh, can you power my freezer? Can you power my iron?" This is twenty twenty three. Yes, solar energy can do that for you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh. We, we 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 companies engage us, mm-hmm. right? We help them tell those stories mm-hmm. in a way that when, when when people read it, when people hear those stories on the radio, on TV, on newspapers, they feel like okay, I think I should I should buy this product. Yeah. Right. So I, I think for us, those are those are the kind of impact uh, that we are looking for stories that we uh, that we translate to profitability yeah. of our organizations. Yeah, yeah. And that's amazing. That is absolutely fantastic, and I, I I love that you that your company is also hired by other companies yes. to manage the communications. Yes, and that shows that apart from amplifying the voices of young people of the, the voices of people in general mm. in the general in the energy sector, mm. other companies are seeing what you're doing yeah. in your communication sector, and mm. you're doing that very very well. Mm. So now that we're talking about communication, let's have a brief conversation about. Why communication? At the very beginning, you said you were a journalist and you met somebody at a conference and they opened your eyes to the possibilities and the different things that communication can do in the energy sector. Mm. You identified the gap. Mm. You saw that there is a gap. People are not talking about energy mm. as it should be, mm. especially in these days of you know climate change. Mm. So then why did you hang on that rope of, I'm going to hang on this communication and technology side to amplify the voices of young people why not other routes um, I mean you could have easily innovated in different other ways but why did you stick with communication to do the work that you're doing hmm. uh, so uh, thank you so much uh, I, l- I love this question uh, because the, the thing is that 
um, there's nothing that sells mm-hmm. as good storytelling. Yeah, I love that. There's nothing that sells. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I think uh, sometime, was it last year? Uh, I was at a community, mm-hmm. an off-grid community in Nigeria, a rural place, right? And that, that entire village is powered solely by renewable energy, by solar. Mm-hmm. Solely. An entire village. An entire village. Wow. When I got to that village, you know, yes, I'd be writing about these people mm-hmm. and telling their stories, but meeting, you know, face to face. Yeah. People who are impacted by 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 these um solutions. For instance, I I, I, met, I met a girl there. I think she was an SS student. Mm-hmm. She's senior secondary school too. You know, she she, she said. Because of the solar solutions now, she's able to read at night. She's even able to read outside a house. Oh, wow. Do you understand? So, yeah. those kind of things, uh, companies need to tell that story. Okay? Because you, you can't say you want to build something now, and then uh, when you build it, the, the product will announce itself. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Mm. Right? So, wh- when you as a company have something like that that's impacting the life of people, Tell that story. We need to tell it. Because the truth is that organizations that are not doing as much as you mm-hmm. are telling their stories. That is true. Right. And they are getting the right feedback. Maybe it could be investment. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, they are getting is. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. that's why I said that nothing sells like good sto- good, good storytelling. Yes. Do you understand? So yeah. for me, I, I, I think once I have an organization like that, the first thing I ask them is, what is your impact? Okay. Okay, this is let's let's focus on this. Yeah. Right. For instance, let's say uh, there, there's a widow mm-hmm. with two or three children, right? I you know how widows are treated in Africa. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. and uh, this widow has been using uh, firewood to cook mm-hmm. for years, mm. and you know the dangers of using firewood, yes. right? Long, uh, long issues. Um, it could even, uh, there's a research uh, we did mm-hmm. that showed that. Uh, using kerosene, mm. you know, could cause steel beds. Really? Yes. Oh and my. it could even cause, uh, it could affect the intelligence of the child when born. Oh, wow. Okay? So, yeah. that kind of woman now, you now took away the firewood from her, or the kerosene from her, and then you now gave her, you know, uh, a clean cooking solution. You've transformed her life. Mm. Number one, a health challenge is gone. Yeah. Okay? Then also the life of our children. Because you know that when women cook, normally children will be near them. Yeah. So when, when that, that, that kind of woman is using a clean cooking solution, when, even when the child is near, ah, it won't affect. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. when you as a company, you are doing something like this, you need to tell that story more. Yeah. You, know, you need to tell it, you need to give it to professionals to tell that stories. And telling stories is much more than press release. Yeah. It's not... It's not. Mm. Telling stories is more than just sharing on social media. It's more than that. Yeah. Telling stories is more than it's, it's more than that. Right. Yeah. So uh for me, I, I think that's why I, I think I I need to use this opportunity to say that African founders of renewable energy companies mm-hmm. need to understand how to use the media for their own purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. And, and and the stories you're sharing, I mean, those are life-changing stories. Mm. Having to change a woman's life, I mean, a widow, 
who has no one and changing that um amplifying what the company has done for that person i think that's not only brilliant it's life changing thank you so now you have that you've done all these amazing things i want to i want you to give a word to the young people but um i, I didn't get that i want you to give a word to the young people okay um who are in the energy sector. Mm. So we have a lot of young people uh, talking about the sustainable development goals. The sustainable development goals themselves embrace renew- renewable energy. They embrace climate change, climate action. Um, so what word can you give them? And specifically, how? What? what is their role? What is their role in this renewable energy journey? What is their role in this climate sector? And how can they participate? My advice should be, don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. Okay. Tell your story. Mm. Tell it well. <clears throat> you find out that over the years, mm-hmm. the same set of people get awards. The same set of people get fellowships. Yeah. Whereas, there's someone somewhere doing better than these people. But because that other person is not able to tell his or her story well, mm-hmm. such will not come to him or her. Right? So, one of the first things I'm going to tell them is as much as possible learn the art of storytelling you need to own your storytelling nobody's going to tell it yeah. on your behalf you need to tell the story. blow your own trumpet yes <laughs> blow your own trumpet mm-hmm. just that blow your own trumpet yes amazing thank you so much ayo um i don't know how you're finding kenya is it too hot <laughs> you've just been saying it's so hot is it too hot yeah it is and uh, <laughs> There's no water in Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is water. I mean, maybe where you stayed, but there's water. <laughs> well, for real, but Kenya is really cool. I mean, you know, getting getting in from the airport, mm. it's fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, the air is fresh, and I love that. And I see that there's a lot of greenery going on. You know, I, I saw uh, uh, the bridge while coming from the hotel. Mm-hmm. I saw that... Um, I forgot what that thing is called. They're trying to plant around the bridges. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. I yeah. love that. You know, it's going to cool the environment. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. could even move to Kenya. I mean, Kenya is a Kenya is a beautiful place. Yeah, indeed. But now that we're talking about um how you found the climate of Kenya. Yeah. Uh at the beginning we before we started, we briefly talked about the different um ways through our through which our countries are handling climate change mm. and climate action. Um, I don't know what's your experience in Nigeria. How is it? Is it is it too hot? Are the rains too heavy? Are the patterns shifting? How exactly is it? Okay, so uh, it's, it's not different from any, any other place in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? We, <clears throat> we all know the impact of climate change. Yeah. We all feel the impact now, right? Uh, but that said, uh, if proper structure is put in place climate change will be mitigated yeah for instance yes climate change could cause flooding right or if you are uh, well structured drainage system it will reduce the impact mm. right and also you know the issue with Nigeria uh, particularly for climate change uh, has also led to the farmers Adders crisis, right? Where those adders they are not able to feed their cows, mm. you know, due to the fact that the rainforest now is becoming a savanna, 
right? And so what do they do? They take those cows into the farmlands. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> imagine you be a farmer. You've planted for two, three years, mm. or even for six months, and you're expecting harvest. You get to your farm the next day, so the cows have eaten it. You know, so there's no way you won't get angry. Yeah. Uh, right, and there's no way you know you could, you could turn violence. Right, so I I think like I said, there are some things that must be put in place. Yes, we have the impact of, of climate change, but then things must be put in place to mitigate it while we f- try to find a lasting solution. And I I think I I, I love what Kenya is doing. Um, while trying to come, I I discovered that uh, plastic is not allowed into the country. Plastic yeah, bags, plastic bags are not allowed. That's 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 beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think that's something other countries like Nigeria should also. Uh, try to uh, encourage um, yeah. Yeah, the, the use of single-use plastic yeah. uh, is, is, is bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. And um, I, I did a report sometime last year where it was discovered that plastic now is you know can be traced into the blood. There are traces of plastic now in the blood. In the blood. Yeah, in the blood. So it's it's, it's, it's that bad. It is bad. And just thinking about our experiences here in Kenya, I mean, we just came out of a very long drought. Um, experience in Eastern and the Horn of Africa, Eastern Africa and the Horn of Africa, countries like Somalia are still um, suffering from a very serious drought. Just recently, we were seeing that um, refugees are coming into Kenya because of the drought that's being experienced in Somalia. So it is true, climate change is real. Mm. And a forum such as this, I mean, we're talking about energy, and energy has really great impact in climate change. Mm. How we tackle energy, how we handle energy, it really has great impact. So, Mm. yeah, I agree with you that structures need to be put in place, Mm. and it is our role as young people to, you know, because it's our future. I mean, we're going to to be living this for our children and Mm. and the children of our children, so Mm. I think... Um, structures need to be put in place and as young people we need to rise up and people like you that are using communication to amplify the voices of different organizations different companies that are handling energy that are handling climate change um, you know participating in the climate action war I mean that's that's brilliant thank you, thank you so Ayo this has been amazing thank you Thank you so much uh, for gracing us uh, with your knowledge and your presence. Uh, This has been a very nice conversation. I have learned a lot from you. um, And I loved that you you talked about storytelling as a power. And how you brought it out, that storytelling is a power. It's a power that we can all use as people, as young people, Mm. to amplify, to educate, to teach, and to do various things that we can do to create change. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, joining us for this session. Thank you for joining us for this session. I mean, this has been a beautiful session today. Uh, look for, Looking forward to having other conversations with different guests that are coming to join us today. And please, have a look at what Ayo is doing. Ayo, please tell us your LinkedIn um, so that people can, can check you out and check out the work that you're doing. Okay, so you can, <clears throat> you can check me out um, on Ayobami Adidini on LinkedIn, Ayobami Adidini, mm-hmm. A-Y-O-B-A-M-I, then A-D-D-I-N-N-I, Ayobami Adidini, or Ayo underscore Adidini on Instagram. Fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone. And let us meet for the next session. And if you have any questions for Ayo, 
be sure to reach out to him if you want to participate in what he is doing how he is impacting the energy sector please be sure to reach out to him thank you so much and see you next time this series was recorded at the africa energy forum 2023 in nairobi kenya Join us for this and other episodes as we talk to the industry players, stakeholders and rising stars of Africa's energy sector.